yeah, I'm I'm almost certain that if Justin Bieber put his documentary on Netflix, everyone would have watched it and it would have been like a hot topic, just like how Michael Jordan was. Um, but instead he put it behind like he made it with YouTube, you know, YouTube Red, YouTube Original or whatever. And um you could only see a preview of it and then like you have to pay for the rest but then i just noticed like just now before starting uh, before we started recording um that it's open i think no one bought it that's why they just made it free yeah they made it free like i didn't pay and then i think they just yeah made it free after a while i think it's just because no one watched it there's like there's a bunch of comedy specials on YouTube now. People are just putting up there if Netflix doesn't want them. Yeah, I know. Like, uh, so many people put them up, and they have like a lot of views and stuff. Yeah, I watched a Joe List on a few weeks ago. That was good. Oh, that's on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, I I've I've seen the Sam Morrill one. That one. Oh, was, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Um, it seems to be a lot of New York comics who are like guys yeah mark norman did it too yeah i which makes sense to me because i'm sure like they work really hard but then like they're not there's nothing like you know (laughs) there's nothing it's like they're a white guy so it's like eh, no we're not looking for that (laughs) you know (laughs) it's like hard they're like my favorite guys i feel bad (laughs) yeah no they're great like they do like short like quick jokes i like yeah, you like the like the set of punchline jokes. Yeah. I don't really like those kind of comics, but um for for that kind of comic, those people are the best. And I and I do enjoy them, you know? So I I was able to appreciate what they did. But basically, <laughs> like they put it out for free because no one's gonna pay for YouTube. I've never heard of anyone like yeah. paying like the idea of paying for YouTube is just ridiculous. And that's why no one bought Justin Bieber's documentary. <laughs> but you should check it out if you liked, I don't know. Do, do you have any the interest? Same, same as Michael Jordan. <laughs> it's like a lot shittier. <laughs> like the Michael Jordan one was so good because it's so intense. And you're like, oh, he's a guy that, you know, just fought for everything. And he's just you know what was the vibe what would you say the vibe of uh yeah i think that was was. right like basically just a guy that wants to win and you don't do anything right which people can kind of relate to that i think but like the justin bieber documentary was like yeah so i have a lot of problems which is normal (laughs) but i go to like really expensive doctors for it and i'm i'm pretty much a normal person but like but like i have a brain doctor and i do blood transfusions <laughs> it's like you're not normal your life is not normal and he and watching it i want i'm like halfway through the michael jordan one was way too much I, like i was enjoying it <laughs> i was enjoying it but then by the I think like sixth hour of watching it, I was like, I was like, okay, come on, let's I get. I could to- do like ten more hours of that probably. They like could the- Well, I would watch it. Yeah, me too. But like, <laughs> it just was so. It was like pretty. It got pretty repetitive. Like, um, because he kept just. They just kept sharing their feelings on one moment. You know, like 17 different people shared their feelings on one moment in time. And um, and the theme was, oh, Michael was pissed because someone was slacking off. (laughs) And then and then Scottie Pippen was pissed because he wasn't getting paid. And and then the manager is a bitch. Like (laughs) that was like (laughs) the theme of every good summary. (laughs) Yeah, there's a bunch of like peripheral players that that they could share their take. Yeah, that there's like some like role players that had like made really big shots that they just like forgot about. Yeah, they'll just say they'll mention them one time, and they'll they'll be like, Michael was skeptical about him at first, <laughs> but then he he did that thing, and Michael was like, and then they cut to Michael, and he's like, yeah, he's all right. Yeah, <laughs> that's when I knew I could depend on him. Um, <laughs> like it was all just like 
seeking Michael's approval and, and like winning at all costs, which was really fun to watch for sure. Yeah, I like forgot all the details. I just remember it was like there's like nothing else going on and no real basketball. So I was like, I remember it so clearly. <laughs> I remember it as if I just watched it just now. <laughs> I don't know why it was so unforgettable for me. Um, but I think it's because I like related to him. <laughs> just like being mad at people for being incompetent. But then like, um, and then, yeah, just wanting to win or whatever <laughs> but do you know ju- about hmm? about steve kerr now he is like yeah. a big part. he's like the golden the state white warrior. guy right yeah yeah he's a golden <laughs> state warriors coach and then they won like four championships i think yeah yeah he was yeah, I had no idea who he was. I was like, who's this freaking gym teacher? Like, literally every white guy in the documentary looked like a gym teacher. <laughs> like, like, they were all like, oh, they're all pro athletes. Like, they all used to be pro athletes. And all the, like, black guys, I was like, yeah, I can believe that. Because they look fit still. They still look, like, kind of yeah, good. Yeah, some of them, are like, still look like pro athletes. And yeah. Some look like they're, like, your grandpa. <laughs> exactly like the like they all they looked fit still like scotty pippen and even michael jordan like michael looked pretty bad because he, he had like jaundice in his eyes I'm, I'm like get your shit checked out but like um he still looked fine because i think it's because it's michael jordan but like everyone generally looked good except for the white guys all the white guys looked <laughs> like they have a disease like they all look like they all have like crazy facial hair too yeah 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 and and yeah i don't know they just they would i would see the white guy and be like oh is this like a bodyguard manager like some fucking like bystander and then they like show the title card and or the tie like their their role underneath their name and what they did and it was like oh yeah former chicago bulls forward or whatever it's like (laughs) what (laughs) there was the one security guard the like actual security guard and he was like cooler than all of them i don't remember that the guy who like went like this (laughs) no (laughs) like that weird you just Uh, like like You just did his hand gesture I've never seen in my life. I'm certain it was not uh, in the document. Well, he is, like, gambling. I'll find this. But, uh, okay. He is, like, gambling against Michael Jordan. He was, like, playing the, like, oh, okay, that guy. quarter yeah, yeah, toss yeah. game. And he had, yeah. like, a crazy perm. Okay, never mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you said the gambling thing. Oh, well, Michael Jordan did, like, the shrug in the game because he was just, like, hitting so many shots. He's like, I don't know. And then <laughs> that guy, like, did that shrugged him when he beat him in gambling yeah you know what i've noticed since um watching these like famous people documentaries is that they're all mentally ill like they all have some sickness in them that made them want to do this like because then to be at the level of justin bieber and at the level of like michael jordan you have to have some like something wrong with you to like yeah. never wa- feel like this is enough and to keep going even though you have like everything already like th- there's something wrong with him because like when michael jordan was um gambling just, with his bodyguards yeah, yeah. he was getting pissed he was getting like like he was losing what like ten dollars or some shit but he was getting pissed off because he was losing and i'm like oh my god like there's something wrong with this guy <laughs> he was getting yeah, legitimately he was, like, crazy upset gambling debts he like i think he owed that one like golf guy who wrote a book like two million dollars and then he just like didn't pay him (laughs) (laughs) yeah because he's like he seems like someone who's yeah just so competitive to a point where it's like there's something wrong with him like he needs to see a brain doctor and that's what like justin did there's something wrong with him also and you can tell, like, the thing that's wrong with him is basically he's a child. Like, <laughs> like mentally, he's a, he's a child. And so he got, like, 
super rich and famous when he was like 13 right yeah exactly and he never grew up from there like he he can go to all the therapists and all the brain doctors he wants um and that will help for sure but he's still mentally a child because then he was never told that he's a piece of shit (laughs) i feel like you need that in your life like some stranger or not stranger but like someone you care about telling you that you're a piece of shit because no one around him will ever do that because they're all making money off of him you know so they're all like and you can tell like how the his dynamic with everyone in his life like he thinks they're all his like friends and family and shit but everyone's just like like you could see in their eyes they're like like justin is my you know bank account basically it's scary he does still make like good music for him. Yeah. He has like a good career. Yeah, I like good. it. Yeah, for sure. And you know what I realized from watching this is that um, artists they don't write their songs at all. I knew <laughs> I knew that like people would tell me that, and I knew that, but um, not even a little bit. Like they don't write anything. They're I just feel like there's like one pop star who's like actually talented, then they write for like every other pop star. No, it's literally like there's just like <laughs> musicians like that you've never seen in your life, and they're not musicians themselves because like they're not pop stars themselves because they look kind of weird. So like <laughs> they write amazing music and they just show it to Drake, and he's like, "I like this." Maybe add a um over there. And then rappers get in trouble when they they're like supposed to write their own stuff. Yeah, I think I think a lot of rappers write their own stuff, but um, yeah, no singers don't. Like Justin, I saw him um, right like in one of the episodes, he writes a or like he they show a a song process, and basically this guy who is cute like he he looks like a cute little teddy bear guy he's like this black guy who's um his legal name is Pooh bear <laughs> <laughs> and he like goes to justin and he like sings a bunch of stuff and he likes it and then someone else does a beat for it like literally everyone comes together to make a song for justin and they show him and he's like oh i love it i'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he gets a writing writing credit for approving it, and and that's that's how that's how pop stars make music. I I was so shocked. <laughs> that Michael Jordan's problem now he has is he has too many yes men. He's the GM of Charlotte, and he's like he's so bad as the GM. What's a like Charlotte? The worst Charlotte. The Charlotte Hornets basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've never even like, heard of them. They're too bad. They're never in oh, the playoffs. Really? Wait, are they NBA? Yeah. They're in the NBA and I've never heard of them. That's crazy. Cuz like I <laughs> I thought they were North like North Carolina. Oh, yeah, no. I've never heard of North Carolina doing shit with basketball. <laughs> like They're good at college. That's where Michael Jordan went to college. Oh, okay. But he's a bad manager. Of course he's a bad manager. <laughs> like why would he why is like he He even picks pro- all the players now and like just trades. <laughs> he's really like <laughs> Picking them based off of um, who I don't. I'm like trying to think. <laughs> Who's like what meaner? Would he value? <laughs> Who's just like screams at their teammates the most? Yeah, just whoever is like an asshole. He just <laughs> picks like all the assholes into a team, and and then they're all they're just bad. <laughs> yeah, um, Michael Jordan was that was a good doc yeah because it's like relatable justin i just can't like he he fucking sleeps in like an oxygen tank every night and he like goes to a brain doctor to get like a blood transfusion like every month and i'm like what (laughs) sports they at least like have competition and they lose yeah a lot music is like yeah they're just in it's just not relatable and you can tell the relationships around him are all fake because they're all like like justin was talking about his dark period where he uh was addicted to weed (laughs) (laughs) oh i was addicted to weed no but he was addicted though i feel like pop stars and like child stars get into lots of drugs and stuff 
They get into drugs and they don't admit it, which was cool for him, for me to see him admit that he was like doing drugs. He was, he said he was drinking lean and he said he was, (laughs) which is pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No. Um, And he was like popping pills and stuff. (laughs) He had a really bad drug addiction and you can tell like, um, like, which is normal. Honestly, if he just has like little Wayne voice next year. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah does lean change your voice i don't know <laughs> i don't think so i think it's like i think it makes your voice better it's like cough syrup oh uh, yeah that makes sense yeah it's like <laughs> it makes you a better singer so he was <laughs> what happened to Lil Wayne? He he's gonna be a like worse that. singer now because he's he's stopped drinking lean <laughs> justin's <laughs> gonna be worse he needs to get back on lean uh lil wayne he just did like a feature on that jack harlow song what's poppin i like and he did the worst feature out on music okay yeah well he did i just listen to my like spotify discover weekly and then i like don't know what's going on well that's (laughs) well that's the that's pretty current because your Discovery <laughs> Weekly keeps you current because it, like, gives you new well, music. Well, I think it has, like, some new music and some just, like, old random ones. But, yeah. well, I never remember the artist or the song oh, you- title. I <laughs> you remember, like, the song care. but not the title. You're not loyal. You just listen to yeah. it. And if I just, it like, listen to it, it once and then I, like, forget about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Little Wayne did, like, a really weak-ass little feature <laughs> on... Like it was bad, cause then he had um, a good album like a year or two ago, I think. I have no idea. I've never <laughs> <laughs> listened to Little Wayne except for a Lollipop, which I like. <laughs> I that's the only Little Wayne song I like. Um, but he did a bad, yeah. He like Jack Harlow's is like new white rapper, <clears throat> and he and on the feature he had the baby and um the to- Tory Lanes. And he had Lil Wayne. And Lil Wayne was so bad. He basically just repeated what Jack Harlow said. Like, like he rapped literally word for word Jack Harlow's verse. Just he, But he did it in a Lil Wayne style. He would just say, he would just say Toonchi, you know, a, a few times. And then he would be like, all right, that's my verse. Like, give me my money. I feel like he, I think he just checked out. You gotta be at that point. I two the baby albums and then mm. I, there was like a third one and then i was just like this is too much this is just like screaming <laughs> i love the baby um i like his confidence <laughs> <laughs> but he does yells a lot about sex like he basically i don't like when he just yells about sex <laughs> but i like i like his stuff he has he feels like a fresh energy opposed to mumble rap which i'm kind of sick of you know um but yeah no justin like back to justin this is (laughs) but basically he he had like this episode that was dedicated to his drug use his like drug abuse and he was like oh that that was the dark period of my life and he was like i experimented with drugs i did this i did that which obviously drug addiction is bad but when you're a kid (laughs) when you're a kid you experiment with drugs i think that's normal and like also um if you're like a superstar you you're gonna kind of have a drug thing right (laughs) yeah it's not good when you have when you're experimenting with drugs and you have unlimited money. Yeah. Like, like, bad combination. But he didn't even, it wasn't even that bad. Like they, they were making it sound so bad in the doc. Like he was like, oh, it was just so fucking awful. And everyone around him, those bunch of like assholes, literally all the, his managers and like people that work with him are like, yeah, I didn't even talk to him that much during that time. And it was such a bad, it just makes me sad thinking about it. I hope he never goes back to that again. And it's like, you don't care about him. You just <laughs> were pissed off because you couldn't make money off of him during that time. Like, it's normal for fucking kids to do drugs. It's like normal. But they were saying it as if it's like a horrible thing. It's like, it's normal. People deal with that and it's fine. Like, he's grown up now. Whatever. Shut up. <laughs> 
Yeah, he seems like he made it out okay. I feel like a lot of child stars they don't. That's like that's their downfall, yeah. Yeah, like Lindsay Lohan never came back. <laughs> She's in the abyss. <laughs> She's just like I think she's living in Dubai or some shit. Thank you. Yeah, which, I mean, I think that's a good change. I think being in the United States was hurting her. <laughs> you know? She, she has, she's, like, servants now. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Just her face. It's just so puffy. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. She did, like, a movie, like, a porn. No, she didn't do a porn, but, like... <laughs> She, I don't know. She's just doing like weird movies now, and she just really fell off ever since her drug thing. And oh my god, Amanda Bynes! Wow, <laughs> yeah, it's not healthy to get famous when you're 12. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the lesson. Yeah, we're breaking it here. We're the first ones to discover Ooh. that. Oh yeah, yeah. We we <laughs> just came up with that um, theory. Give us some grants. <laughs> so what's have up? You been, <laughs> yeah. uh, have you been doing comedy shows? Yeah, I've been doing a few like outdoor and I did a few indoor that felt really sketchy. Like <laughs> I'll say yes to them and then I'll like do and they were great. Like I love those shows that I say yes to. That's why I say yes to them. And the, but then I arrive and I'm just like, we shouldn't be here, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I just, like, look at everyone, you know, in this enclosed space, and I'm like, that's not cool. <laughs> like, yeah, I haven't done any stand-up. That's what I've been imagining. It's just, like... Yeah, but the outdoor ones are good. The outdoor ones, oh, yeah. you don't feel guilty because you're like, it's outdoors. Like, I read some fucking shit out somewhere that it doesn't <laughs> survive outdoors or some shit. So, I was yeah, like, it's like fine. It. Yeah. Did you do Graham Clark show? Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that one seems good. Yeah, um, that one was really fun. It was really fun to see like Graham again and also Aaron. Aaron Reed was on the show. So that was fun. Katie Allen <clears throat> and like um, Jacob. And yeah, no, there were so many people that I was like, oh, I thought I'd never see you again. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah like, that's the part I miss is like, seeing all the comedians yeah me too and like hanging out and just like catching up on them and stuff but you know what everyone that i talk to that every comic that i've seen um they all seem happier and like (laughs) they all seem like they got their shit together more i remember before this there was just like a stressed vibe at every show except for open mics open mics are just like a fuck all you know like you just go and you just like whatever but then at shows there was always this kind of like stressy vibe that everyone had that was like i gotta get i gotta fucking prep for like my cdc (laughs) taping i gotta prep for you know this fucking festival i gotta prep to open for blah 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 like there was just this like vibe or or oh, I got to prep to get a tape in too, so I can submit to f- fucking whatever. And so it was just like really stressful and everyone was like grinding and not taking care of their bodies and shit. So, um, and after all this time away from standup, I feel like everyone's kind of like realizing what makes them happy, <laughs> which is not doing standup. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I didn't like most open mics and like a lot of bar shows before. So now if I go and it's like everyone's spread out and like behind plexiglass, I'm like not gonna have fun. It's like not worth it. You think that, but it's actually like, well, it's obviously (laughs) not ideal. Like the plexiglass, it's it's not ideal, but maybe I'll try to do an outdoor show. Yeah, yeah. But it's also like hard to do like one show. I feel like I need like five warm-up shows yeah yeah like when you do when you do only one show it really does feel pointless like (laughs) you know because it's like well what am i doing am i i'm not getting better like i'm not working on anything because you gotta have consistency when you're working on something and you gotta try things out like one after third one after the other so it's like it just feels kind of like like watching a tv show or something like this is not for anything 
you know, I'm just doing it for my enjoyment. Did you do any Zoom shows? Oh my God, I did so many Zoom shows. <laughs> it was like ridiculous how many Zoom shows I did. I was shocked at how many I did. I did like at least 10. Um, oh <laughs> it's because, yeah, I don't know. They weren't as bad as I thought, I thought they would be. A lot of them were fine. Like a lot of them were fine, but some of them were horrible. Like it was, <laughs> it was really um, scaled experience. Like yeah, it, yeah at least you're just like at home, and then yeah, you just like leave and you're at home. <laughs> That's true, but that part almost is bad. My most just because like you don't have anyone to talk to after, so you feel yeah. kind of like like weird because then you just did something that was like a performance right so you're like you're like kind of insecure and like self-reflective only because there was no audience so you're like was that even good and so you're you just like after you shut the fucking computer off you're just like oh that was weird and you just like self-reflect for like the whole day and you're like that was (laughs) shitty you know and you just like think about it I don't like that part. <laughs> I have been doing improv on Zoom a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. But yeah. That I... is... Mm-hmm. It is weird, but... Well, it feels like this. It feels like a podcast. Yeah, right? It yeah. does feel like a podcast. Um, I feel like it's better... Like, improv, you're, like, talking to other people on Zoom. Not just, like, an audience that's not talking. <laughs> that's, like, yeah. at their computer. <laughs> yeah. The most enjoyable um zoom show i did was for sunday service for sure like that one was the most fun because yeah i've been watching them but they're just good yeah theirs is good and um it's good when there's support (laughs) because i did this show where it was um zoom and then everyone that was on the show would watch you with everything muted (laughs) and so you're just fully alone like you're all of their cameras are were off all of their audio was off so it was just you to blank space (laughs) and that's the worst like they think that that was a good format that was horrible because it just felt like i was fucking webcamming myself and talking to myself like like what sunday service did that, that was good um you can like hear them laughing right yeah, they laugh and they watch yeah. you and they like like talk to you sometimes even. So it was nice because it didn't feel like you're a crazy person in your bedroom, <laughs> like um, just talking to your fucking like uh, like photo booth camera, you know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I do have the th- thing of like, was it good after, especially with improv? Because you just like made it all up. It's not like jokes that you're like oh well this like worked and i like wrote it out and like keep doing it it's just like that's interesting that's interesting because i have the opposite i feel the opposite way because for improv i feel like people shouldn't feel bad ever (laughs) because um you just thought of it it's not a representation of who you are but like your jokes you've thought about it for a long time and you've like wrote it down and you're like this is what i think is really funny and (laughs) i'm gonna give it out to you guys and then if it's bombed if it bombs (laughs) there that means they hate you as a person (laughs) (laughs) well i guess if it's new you don't know but if it's like worked a bunch of times then you're just like okay this is a bad show yeah 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 i think it's healthy to tell yourself that it's like a bad show um and a lot of comics will be like you should never blame the audience which is stupid that's stupid because a lot of times it is the audience and also you're gonna drive yourself fucking crazy like people that say you should never blame the audience it's like you're insane (laughs) yeah you have to like scale it if like everyone's doing bad then like if you do like kind of well then you're like oh i did good actually yeah 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 it's always a scale if everyone did bad but you know what annoys me if everyone did bad except for one person (laughs) i'll be like man i fucking hate that person (laughs) you know because then it's like feels good when you are that person oh it feels amazing (laughs) it feels amazing when you're that person and when you're that person you're like who am i who am i michael jordan Am I my am I Justin Bieber of the fucking comedy community? Wow. Drums <laughs> at 
age eight, yeah, that's me, <laughs> you know? Um, but when you're not that person, you're just like, man, I'm just a fucking hack. I hate my fucking, I hate myself. <laughs> like what, why, what did I do that was wrong? Like, what did I do that, you know, th- what, I, I, what did I not have that he did, you know? <laughs> And then I'll make excuses like, oh, this group, this group just likes hack jokes. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the cycle of abuse that you just do with your own head. Um, I don't miss <laughs> that for sure. That's the part where I'm glad that I don't have to deal with anymore. <clears throat> and I think that goes the same with like everyone that I talk to who are like, I've enjoyed this break. Like everyone that I've talked to in stand-up that's like, um, yeah, it was nice to have a breather i know that that's what they mean like the internal voice of like just criticism and like uh, just grinding at shows it was not normal (laughs) yeah well i feel like with writing it's well it's not as much like grinding at bad shows but i like i feel more like i in my head about because i don't know if it's good because if i like do a joke and then it works like five times i'm like okay that joke's good but if i like write something I'm just like have no idea because there's like no feedback. Yeah, yeah that's the like... part I hate about that's that's the part I hate about um writing like scripts and stuff. Yeah, I've been yeah. writing. Yeah, I've been writing scripts and like it was just be me typing after like ten hours of playing a phone <laughs> game and trying to like at the table being like, okay, I gotta write, and then I play a phone game for like ten hours, and then I finally start writing at like. Tw- like 1 a.m and then i'll be like is this even good after writing for like 20 minutes i'm like what's the point of life <laughs> like why yeah yeah i've been doing like sketches for my class and then like the whole week i'm like i have no ideas i have no ideas and then just like the night before i'm like oh, well, i have to pick an idea and then it like turns out okay yeah but yeah i still like don't it's hard to like tell if it's good or not because you don't have like a crowd and you don't have like you've never you never have a second opinion i mean that's why people get writing partners right like well to bounce stuff off of because it does not work like (laughs) it's hard to see your shit from like a second perspective like an unbiased one you know like does this make sense to someone who doesn't think like me i don't know (laughs) and and it's hard like even final draft like the screenwriting software it has like a button that's like feedback (laughs) i think it's something where you like post it somewhere and they like will give you feedback which i think yeah there's a lot of like lonely people that just don't have like notes are helpful but it's like it's way different than like a full audience yeah i i do wish that i could read my shit out to a full audience but script but that's the that's another complicated part right because it's not like joke every like 30 seconds too yeah and also like it's scripts are made to be scripts are written to be shot and acted out and stuff it's not meant to be read out loud like that's not the medium that you're supposed to take it in with so a lot of things that the humor or the story comes out of like the action or like the you know just someone actually doing that thing or saying that line the way that they would say it like that's why i don't trust when scripts are being read out loud and then people i don't know like i think that's helpful for sure but i don't know if it's fully effective yeah you can get like a bit of a gauge yeah yeah i feel like i just like stare at it uh, after i write it and i'm like i have no idea like, yeah i'll just like funny. what i do is i'll like <laughs> now i'll just write something and i'll just like bold it i'll just bold and underline it and then i'll just try to make it look more flashy and i'm like that looks right <laughs> i just don't think about the writing i'm just like okay that's on the right side that's on the left i'm thinking about like formatting <laughs> yeah twitter's like actually sort of helpful that's like the closest thing to like getting audience feedback twitter yeah like you like you like it feels post? like stand-up like yeah, I like post a joke and then it's like you get 
like likes. And then it's like, yeah, oh, it's got but, a lot. It's good. But Twitter's <laughs> more like if you were doing stand up to all your peers and not strangers. Because, <laughs> like, Twitter, there's a screen before it gets to like a public. Like, uh, it, it, yeah. It gets, That's what like a lot of stand up shows are like, too. There's a like, screening s- process on Twitter, which is before this joke that you wrote reaches anyone who doesn't know you, um, they have to go through your friends first <laughs> to see if they approve of this joke. And th- then that's they have like to what like it's it. like when you're starting stand up. I guess it's just like your friends and like a couple people. <laughs> I've never done that. I've never like told my friends and family my jokes before. Well, I mean, like, like I mean, like when you're doing like, open mics and like small shows yeah but i was never friends with like people at open mics until i became friends <laughs> with them you know what i mean like like at first starting out i was not friends with anyone because i didn't know anyone so then i was just like dude oh my god like when i first started doing stand-up i was so confident i had this <laughs> confidence that was just like i don't have now I don't have that now, even though I'm better. I was so shit before in the beginning, but now, but I was so confident and it carried me through to now, which I'm still fairly confident, but like not as confident as I was when I first started. I was just doing this like baby. I remember just like (laughs) doing this like baby slitting joke, like, like slitting like a baby's throat joke that had, that was not funny. Anthony Jessel like face. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah like it was not funny it was not funny at all it was like shock because that's what a lot of new comics do like shock and i remember just doing with it at like yuck yucks like just like with so much confidence like i've never done this joke before just doing it at fucking yuck yucks and like just yeah i would never do that now i would never do a baby throat slitting joke <laughs> I think I was good at writing, but I was, like, so scared to be on stage for, like, two years. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I had the opposite experience where I was a horrible writer. I was so confident. And now I'm um, a better writer, but I'm not scared to be on stage, but I'm more aware of what it is, which is I get nervous. Because I think it's because I know people now, and I'm, like... I, I mostly am afraid of doing bad around people that I like, like like comics that yeah. I like. I don't give a shit about the audience. I truly do not care at all. <laughs> like, like every time there's an audience, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, what the fuck you think? But I'm literally just playing to like, which I mean, people say you're not supposed to do that, like playing <laughs> to the back of the room. But um, I do jokes for everyone. I just want the my fellow comics to see that I am good at this crowd that I don't care about. So I care about their opinion of me. Nice to like never see them again. Exactly. That's why I don't care about them. Like I, I always attack them so much to a fault, like (laughs) to a point where I'm, I can get away with that. Cause like, I'm a, I am who I am. Like I'm a woman and I'm like Asian. So people don't see me as a threat, but sometimes I get really mean like to to an audience and i have to pull it back a bit like even i couldn't do that we i was talking about this with um another another comic um abdul aziz and i was being like we were talking about hecklers and how to handle it and i was like you just gotta like annihilate them like (laughs) i didn't say (laughs) annihilate that's such a like (laughs) like hack comic thing to say like (laughs) annihilate the crowd no but I you just kind of have to put them in their place and make them feel stupid for ever saying anything, right? And just like attack them. And he was like, "I can't do that. Like, <laughs> like you can, you can do it, but I can't." And I was like, "What? Why?" And he's like, "Cause I'm a man and I have this big beard and like you know I just look like th- like you know I look like I would actually do something <laughs> versus you who." you know you can like say tell them to fuck off but it's it's still you like you're not gonna do anything (laughs) you know i think i've only said like one line to a heckler i've never like got into a thing yeah (laughs) i'm curious as to how you handle hecklers i don't think i've ever seen usually people are just like polite and don't yeah 
I think it's because your delivery is like very. It seems formal, like it's <laughs> you know, it doesn't seem like a conversation. Like it's like, um, because、yeah. I'm conversational, so people think they can just jump in. And I pause sometimes, and I'll I'll like look for a reaction, and so they think they should chime in, and I get really fucking pissed off. But then for you, it's like you planned it out already, and you're like, yeah,、um, you need to like listen to the、in. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get it, like to get、yeah. what's going on, even you know.、So. I think I could like yell at the audience, and it'd be funny because yeah, normal like stage presence is like quiet and slow. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm. I think it would be funny if you did get really like aggressive with your <laughs> um very mellow voice. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I could. Do that way more if I do stand up again because I've been like only doing improv. Yeah, we're like talking about. I feel about... like I'm way more comfortable. Like. Yeah, we're like talking about. Yeah, what、stuff. would we do in a whole room of audience and people yelling at us? We're like talking about this dreamland. <laughs> and I'm like, you should do this, and you're like, oh, we should do that. And it's like, yeah, that's not happening for a while. Yeah. I feel like I'm gonna do stand up again, probably, but I could just like not do stand up and just like write stuff and yeah, do improv. I don't know. I've I've honestly I I do love stand up. Like I talk a lot of shit, but it's 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 very fulfilling and it's very fun, obviously. And I would definitely and I have been doing it, but like I think it's healthier for me to not. <laughs> you know, it's like depend. It's like this like. Dependency that I have, but I, I, I do want to do it. I think it's good if I do it, you know, like three to four times a week. No, that's what, like maybe two to three times a week. Because before this, I was doing it like multiple times a night, and it was、yeah. like affecting my life. <laughs> like it was affecting my ability to. to Do other things. I had like a、yeah. lot of things I had to do, like literally things that I had to do them.、Um, deadlines that I had to meet. People were like, "Can you do this, please?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay." And I and then I would just go to a show for like eight hours, you know? Yeah, just like doing stuff at night is like n- not good for you. Yeah, because the whole day you're like looking forward to the show, or not looking forward, but you're like you have the show in the back of your head, and then, and then like at about five o'clock you start thinking about what you're gonna do at the show, and then you like eat, and then you go there and you prep, and and then it's like a eight hour thing, and for me I was doing like multiple shows nights, so then I would jump to sh- from show to show, and that was super stressful too. And then by the end of the night, it's like twelve thirty a.m. and and I'm like, okay, well, time to go home. And and you have and like it, adrenaline, and you're like, you can't sleep at twelve. Yeah,、30. exactly. You can't really sleep, and 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 I eat after because I haven't thought about eating for like you know ten like not ten hours like eight hours basically, and so I eat at two a.m. I eat a fucking shit burger at two a.m. And and then go to and watch some show for like two hours and go to sleep at like four a.m. and then wake up at two p.m. and do it all over again. And I just had no energy, like mentally, to do anything、yeah. else. I was able to yeah, like write some scripts, like during this quarantine. I wrote like you know、um, a bunch of stuff. So it's better. <laughs> yeah, I've been working. I haven't been doing standup. I've been working at night and then just like. I was like trying to get up at eleven this morning, and I'm like, I don't want to wake up. Because <laughs> like w- working at night just like ruins your morning. Yeah, I think at night, I think like, I think even doctors say this, where you have to start winding down at about like four、yeah. p.m. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you can't start shit like in the in the evening, or else you're you just like too much brain activity. Like yeah,、um, I like finished at like one, and then I'm like. Trying to get to bed by like three. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's difficult, <laughs> and yeah, no, that's hard. Uh, but I've still been like staying up late. 
I, I made pho. I made pho yesterday. I say pho for white people, <laughs> and I say pho when I'm around Asians. But there are Asians that listen to this podcast. I just like, know it from like a Russell Peters joke from like ten years ago. Oh really? I didn't. He was, that like, <laughs> he was just like, it's not pho or like something. Like that. <laughs> that's that's a joke. He's like, it's not pho. It was like two minutes on it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch. I yeah. Um, he. Yeah, no, like, I, I, I'm I, very aware of the m- pronunciation of pho, but... <laughs> I just always think of that Russell Peters joke. Yeah, I always just think of, like, all the Vietnamese kids that I grew up with that picked on me for saying pho. And so I was like, okay, it's pho. And then, and then I got exposed to white people, and they were like... And I would say pho, and then they would be like, what? You mean pho? And I'm like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Getting picked on again. And so... In front of white people, I just simply say pho to avoid conflict and have them like me. And around Asians, I say pho. There's like but, a lot of pun restaurant names. And yeah, I for, feel like some of them... For Asian restaurants? For, for pho or pho. Oh, yeah. But when it's a I pun... I guess it works. I guess it works if you say it either way, most of them. Yeah, when it's, it's a... It's like unforgettable or something yeah it all works like when it's when it's a when it's a pun you know it's like some assholes that own it and it's not authentic (laughs) you have to oh my god you have to do uh, the you have to do the names where you don't know what any of those words are it's it says like naf like joy or whatever like like they're all vietnamese words like they don't give a shit about you you know they're just like oh yeah we're in canada fuck you the whole name is gonna be vietnamese (laughs) you know that's when you know it's authentic because they're like we don't care we're playing for vietnamese people and if you want to come that's fine but this is for (laughs) vietnamese people (laughs) um but yeah i i made pho and late into the hours of the night like 2 a.m i finished and i had to like clean up and shit and um i was so tired by the time it was all finished i was like i don't want to cook these rice noodles and so i just put like a pack of ramen noodles in with the pho (laughs) and it was bad (laughs) it was bad yeah you ruined the whole thing pretty much like i deserve to be punished for putting ramen noodles (laughs) into pho, pho soup that I spent just hours making like it's like I put so much work into the fucking soup and it's like so good and I was like ah eh, fucking whatever I just like slap some like ramen noodles on there and then I just I fooled myself I made eggplant parmesan last week it was actually like surprisingly good whoa it was like yeah. it was, I never is- cooked with eggplant no I've never I'm allergic to it so Oh. Um yeah, I don't I didn't know you could be allergic to eggplant, but I am. Um yeah, but... at the start of quarantine, I kept getting I'd like wake up with like huge like rashes or like hives or something on my arms. Yeah. And then I was like maybe I'm just like guessing what I'm allergic to. Like maybe, maybe like scary. tomato sauce. Yeah, maybe. It's almost always dairy. Like every time anyone has anything it's almost always dairy. Like, people aren't supposed to eat cow's milk. Like, I know a lot of people have talked about this, but it is weird that we're just, like, drinking another animal's milk. Like, yeah, literally. Yeah, I don't have dairy that often. I usually put, like, a bit of my coffee. But it's in everything. Like, yeah. dairy is in <laughs> a lot of things. Man, the yeah, food industry is evil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was just, like, stress or something. Mm. I just like get a theory Maybe. as tomato sauce, and then I like. Did don't it get better? Really get it? Uh, oh. Yeah, I haven't got it lately. That's weird. Oh well, yeah, I guess. But I have been eating tomato sauce. Oh okay, maybe it was uh, stress. I, don't know. I think <laughs> yeah. it was stress. Your body is so fucking stupid. Like everyone's <laughs> bodies are so stupid. I, like you, you get the same symptoms for everything. Like, <laughs> like there's something wrong with your like lungs or. Or like stomach or heart, it's the same. You're just tired, <laughs> you know. You're just yeah. tired and have no energy. <laughs> like fucking so annoying that everything yeah. is the same symptom. 
And so you have to like play a guessing game. Like, you know, growing up, (laughs) now that I've become an adult, I've realized that (laughs) everyone is stupid. Like, like doctors, (laughs) we put too much confidence in them. Like I go, every time I go to a doctor and I tell them my symptoms, they're like, I don't know, maybe it's this. Like, they just, like, say some <laughs> random shit, and then they're like, what do you think it is? <laughs> like, what They're, do you like, so... Doctors are so overconfident. Oh, I know. Yeah, they don't know anything. Like, you realize <laughs> that everyone's just a person like you, you know? <laughs> everyone's just guessing. Like, um, I went to a doctor because I had, like... um, I had... I didn't have dandruff, but I had this, like, weird... Just, like, I didn't even know what it was on my head is like irregularity i think it was from doing stand-up honestly (laughs) but i was just getting stressed i think it was from stress but i went to a doctor being like like what is this and he's like uh i don't know um i don't mm -hmm." like just kind of he was like not really sure and i was like could it be dry scalp like dandruff because i googled it and stuff and he was like oh yeah, it could be that. I could give you a dry scalp shampoo. Like he just went off of what I said, like my suggestion. And then he gave me this like very clinical shampoo. And he was like, and I was like, and he was like, this is more for severe cases. (laughs) Like yours is not that bad. I mean, you could use it. And I was like, wait, what? So this is for severe cases. Like, should I use this if I'm so mild? He's like, I mean, whatever. You could use it. You could use it. <laughs> and I googled like what happens if I use this, and it's not that bad. They're like, it could get way worse. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like this doctor <laughs> just like <laughs> tried to get me to nonchalantly use some shit that like he wasn't sure about. <laughs> yeah, I worked in Ottawa for a summer, so I like didn't know anyone there or like yeah. where to go to the doctor, and I like started just like not being able to hear in one ear what and then and then like the other ear was like i could like half ear and then well i went to a concert like a few days before that so i was like oh no did i like blow out my ears (laughs) at a concert did it bleed or anything no yeah but well i went to a doctor and then they gave me antibiotics and they're like give an infection it'll like clear it up in a few days and then it was like the same it like didn't help at all and then I went back and like saw a different doctor and they're like, Oh, you like don't have an infection. There's just like huge, like wax blocking your ears. What? Oh my God. <laughs> he didn't even look in your ear. I know. <laughs> and then just they like, just like, <laughs> sounds like an infection. Like they just yeah. guess. They literally just guess. And I'm just then, like taking antibiotics for no reason. Yeah, which is so bad for you. Like they don't they just, give a shit. Yeah, they, they just, don't like, care. Sprayed water like really hard in my ears, and then all oh the my wax God. came out, and then I'm like, oh, I can hear again. <laughs> like it's such a gamble. Um, <laughs> it sucks. Like <laughs> doctors, why wouldn't they be like that? I get it because they're a person. Like because I don't care about my audiences. Basically, <laughs> doctors are just we're their audience and they don't give a shit about us they I see guess they, like, like don't have time they're just like, they see a thousand patients like yeah a month you know they just like don't give a shit like if there's like uh whatever uh, uh-huh. that's an infection just fucking take antibiotics whatever get out of my face like that <laughs> you know it's that vibe yeah <laughs> now with covid is like the time where you see how dumb people really are there's just like so many stupid things. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, stupid opinions. For sure. Um, I do respect the COVID doctors though. The doctors yeah. that work overtime and shit, and the nurses that take care of actually like sick people. I respect those people. Yeah. But I really the have no respect for um walk-in doctors that just guess at what the <laughs> fuck you're doing. <laughs> Yeah, the doctors are good now, but just like every doctor and like the public health person is like, wear a mask. And then people are like, I don't know. Like, should you? Like, I don't <laughs> yeah, want to. so stupid. I feel like for doctors, this was like the playoffs for them, you know? <laughs> like, this was the time for them to like step up and really like, 
this is what they went to medical school for, you know, which is like, yeah. which is, oh, fuck, there's like a serious illness. I got to put my doctor chops in, you know. And like public health researchers, like usually no one cares about them or notices them. Now everyone's like, now they print out anything um, hot off the presses, like about COVID, like everyone's on there sharing, reading. Yeah. This is a good time for for the medical community. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when I was in Ottawa, I worked at Public Health Agency of Canada. So, like, that would be so weird now. Yeah, I mean, Danica does, right? Danica... <laughs> I would be, like, freaking out now. Yeah, D- Danica oh, yeah. is working uh, in public health. I saw her health. TikToks on the news. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny. I have her on next week to talk about her TikToks because they're so funny they're like they're just like it's so funny how they they let her do that like that's part (laughs) of her job (laughs) is to dance about like covid stuff (laughs) it's so funny um i've just seen like short clips a little bit on twitter and they're like playing on the news like in the background when they're having like a serious conversation Oh, really? Yeah. That's so funny. I've never watched the news, I think. I've, <laughs> I was forced to watch it one time um, at a pho restaurant when I was eating, and they had the news on, and I was like, okay, fine, let's fine Yeah, just my this. parents have it on. Oh, really? Are you with your parents? Uh, Yeah, I moved back during, like, yeah. COVID stuff. Because that wood paneling behind you looks expensive. <laughs> this is just like an old house oh okay well anything like, with wood is like expensive who can afford wood nowadays no one yeah, i'm currently in a house that is just purely made of plastic <laughs> there's no wood <laughs> in it yeah i'm like in an attic i think this house was built like 80 years ago wow yeah my my grandma's house yeah was built around the same like like six, 70, 80 years, it's so bad. Like there's bars on the windows because that oh, used gosh. to be a bad neighborhood. And like, so um, there were bars on the window. To, 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 to have a house go through a neighborhood change, like a gentrification, yeah, that's, um, that's an old house. <laughs> yeah, but... This neighborhood changed a lot. Yeah. But, where where uh, are you? Uh like Dun <laughs> Dunbar. <laughs> your exact address. <laughs> what what area though? Uh like Dunbar area. I don't you know, even where, know where that is. It's I know like... three areas only of Vancouver. I know <laughs> um downtown, <laughs> Burnaby, Richmond. And not downtown Vancouver. I say not downtown Vancouver. I don't say anything else. <laughs> it's like west. It's like between the kids, kids and UBC. Oh, okay. It's like west. That's a kids. good area. Yeah, it's pretty good right now because there's like hipsters. You, uh, it's there's like no one around when you oh, go what? for a walk. There's just like <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, it's just like rich people like built houses here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Any any it's funny how like anything along the bus route of UBC, like a uh, the 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 university is all like just student bullshit. You know? Yeah, it's like students and like rich people who just like tore down houses and then built like crazy ones. Yeah. 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 I like those neighborhoods. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I've i also been yeah. recently been to like so many vets, like oh, so right. many vet visits because I have like 17 dogs now. I literally have, <laughs> I have, yeah, so many dogs and they all need to go to the vet at the same time for some reason. I Like I had one week of actually going to the vet like five times. And then, um, I, and I, that's when I also realized that vets are stupid also. They're also just so bad at their job. Um, all they're like they want, so expensive too. They're so expensive, and and like you want to level with them too. You're like, 
they're like he needs this um surgery or whatever and i'm like does he really though does he really (laughs) (laughs) and they're like yes okay fine let's do it and then they're like okay we need to add an extra test for him like it's gonna be 200 dollars more and i'm like and they always ask every time they every time they ask to every time they want to do an add-on they always have to ask if it's okay with you and when they ask you that it's like well i don't know what the fuck you're saying yeah. and i'm not gonna like, say no well, i kill my dog if i don't do it or like what's going yeah on? <laughs> exactly like you telling me this is just abusive because it's like you're just telling me that you have to add 200 dollars test that he needs but then asking me if it's okay and it's like obviously i'm gonna say yes if he needs it but like um but you asking me is a dick move (laughs) yeah you you shouldn't make like medical decisions yeah making it feel like as if um i have the like power to say no and also have the knowledge of what that thing is like making me feel like i have an option is very dick because it's like I obviously have no choice. Like, you have me against the wall here because I love this stupid fucking little shit (laughs) face. So then I want to fix him. But then um, you're asking me, like, fuck you. Yeah, we we have, like, an eight-month-old cat. He's, like, crazy. He just, like, runs around everywhere. Oh, my God. They're so cute when they're (laughs) eight months. I've never had a cat. Yeah, we got him when he was, like, when he was a kitten. Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah, he just like runs up trees and like runs around. He runs up trees. <laughs> yeah. Um. I have you ever had a dog before though? Uh yeah. Did you do you uh, like cats better or dogs? Uh well, I like this cat. This yeah. cat is like my favorite pet. We oh. had a a poodle when I was like really young, and then. We had like a chihuahua and another cat that like died like sort of recently before this oh, cat. Oh, yeah. Um, that's what I noticed about cats is that they all have personalities, like different. Yeah. They're all different because there are some cats I've met and I'm like, why do and why does anyone <laughs> like cats? Like I'll be like, fuck this cat. I fucking hate this cat. And then there are some cats I meet where I'm like, I love this cat. Like I want a cat. Like I just feel like cats are so different because with dogs they're pretty consistent across the board. Yeah. Like they're all just like I love you and <laughs> you know, uh, I love yeah, everything. He has like set moods. Right? Sometimes he's just like so sleepy and just like sleeps for like four hours in the afternoon. Ah. And then sometimes he's like going nuts and just like running around. And you can, like throw balls at him and he'll chase them. Oh, that's like that sounds like a dog cat. <laughs> yeah, and then sometimes he's in like cuddly mood and he'll just like purr on your chest so nice that's so cute yeah oh yeah there are some cats that i love and um for sure but some i i've met a few cat people that say that their cat is like a dog and that's why they love yeah i think he's kind of like a dog yeah but But he's more like independent you don't have to like walk him or like you just like give him food and like change his litter yeah yeah which i think is interesting thing to say like like if you're someone that says i like my cat because he's like a dog it's like well why don't you just get a fucking dog you coward (laughs) you know because like if that's the best thing you like about him then it's like sounds like you want a dog (laughs) but he's like he's like a dog like half the time and the other time half the time he's just like on his own and just like walks around outside and sleeps and is like yeah more like chill and independent yeah he, like no, doesn't that's need cool. you like 24 7 yeah my dogs need me 24 7 which is yeah. really annoying yeah that's the part where i don't like i want them to have some independence but they're always just <laughs> looking at me as if i'm like their whole world <laughs> <laughs> which i like but sometimes it's annoying when i want to like go outside <laughs> yeah. and yeah, i can't yeah. take them because it's like scorching hot you know yeah, the cat does that for, like, an hour a day. And then he's, like, oh. relaxed the rest. That's cool. And like, on his own. That's that's sweet. Um, all right, well, is there any last words? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I don't think so. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having. Thanks for. <laughs> I'm so used to saying thanks for having me because I don't do stuff. I don't know what you're supposed to say. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Um. Thanks for doing it. Thank you. No, because I was. I almost said thanks for having me to you. And、uh, like, yeah. Should I say like my Twitter or something? Yeah. <laughs> at well, my my normal. Oh yeah. At uh ban the intern and ban is. B A three N Ns. Oh, that's so three Ns. That's hard. That's yeah, hard. Yeah, I just made it two. <laughs> three well, is kind of like three is up in the air. Because then you think three, and you're like, wait, is that four or three? And you look at three Ns, you're like, is that like three is like fun and crazy? It is crazy. <laughs> But yeah, that's correct.、Like, you don't want crazy for that. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for doing it.、Um, yeah,、uh, that's it. Let's end it. I gotta pee.、Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Bye.